as much as I hate Hallmark movies, and don't get me wrong, that channel's on 24-7 come Christmas time in our house. I don't really have much of a say in it. But anyway, the one thing I do like about it is they're dependable. You know that she's going to come back to the small town, see her old boyfriend who's now a veterinarian, and leave that cocky, arrogant lawyer in New York, and everyone's going to be happy. Well, in today's world, a lot of marriages are kind of that way. You kind of expect what's going to happen. And that's not always good because we made our promise and not our covenant, and that's where we're going today. Wake the faith up, Slayer Garth Heckman. David Alliance, hope you had a great week weekend. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. And uh, to those of you who didn't hear me say, I'm not doing a podcast on Thursday, Friday, and then reached out to me saying, hey, there's no podcast Thursday, Friday. Well, sorry, but here I am back again in the saddle, ready to take it on. You can reach out to me at tdagiantslayer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Got some great things going on today. It's going to be a heck of a topic. It might take all week, but basically I'll just tell you right off the front what it's about. And that's simply this. Marriage is meant to be hard. Look, marriage is harder than it looks. It's not as fun as it might seem. And it's just meant to be hard. Yes, there are great times in marriage. There are fun times in marriage. There are meaningful times in marriage. There are times of ecstasy in marriage. But marriage is still meant meant to be hard. I think most of us can think back to that one time when there was a moment where we made a choice to do something or maybe we made a choice not to do something. And it literally changed the course of our life. I know when I was 18 years old, my mom and dad told me I could not go with my best friend's father to go see him graduate from boot camp and I trusted them and it turned out if I had gone I would have been killed because the right side of the van the passenger side of the van was taken out in a horrible accident and and if I would have been sitting there it would have been over so I think of that moment that changed my life then there are moments where I made a decision and it changed my life maybe for better maybe for worse but the truth is I think all of us when we get married We many times think back to that choice to get married. Sometimes we look at it as, it changed my life for the better. Sometimes we look at it as, uh, there's a choice that made my life worse. And again, in most marriages, you have both opportunities to think both judgments. To make both judgments, sometimes you go, greatest thing I ever did. And like a week later, you can be dumbest thing I ever did. And that's marriage, because Marriage is hard. Marriage is not easy. Marriage is not for the faint in heart. People who go into the Marines, you know, they, they, they want to be the toughest guy, or people going to the Navy want, want to be a Navy SEAL. They want to be that, that tough person who proves themselves. How about this? How about get married and stay married for the rest of your life, no matter how hard it is? And this is why we need to understand that marriage is a covenant. This is why covenant is so important, really, to marriage. Because a covenant, if we understand it correctly, it holds our feet to the fire until we can see the beauty of the decision to stay with that person, even if they are the wrong one. I have a friend of mine who tried out to be a Navy SEAL and ultimately rung the bell. And he talks about a few years later, he's in a bar and he's sitting 20 feet from Navy SEALs and how the decision to ring the bell haunts him to that day, still haunts him because he didn't have the understanding of what it would take and what it would mean if he stuck with it, and in fact didn't understand the regret he would feel 
when he didn't stick with it. And that's why when you get married, if you get married under a covenant, you understand that a covenant is for life. You might say, well, but this isn't the person I thought I was getting married to. This person isn't nice. This person isn't a Christian. All these reasons, and we'll get into all of them, but the truth still is this. Even if you marry the most saintly person in the world, there are going to be times when you want to ditch your covenant, but if you understand what a covenant is, you'll know you shouldn't. Look, the best things that ever happened to me were due to the hardest things that ever happened to me, and because I understood a covenant, I understood it would be ultimately the best thing for me. See, if you understand that a marriage covenant helps you change your expectation, if you understand what a covenant is, it will make you change your expectation from this will make me happy, which is an unrealistic high, a very selfish expectation, to understanding the covenant, which is this will make me more like Jesus, which is a realistic, lowly or humble, achievable, holy expectation. We understand in Mark chapter 10, verses 7 through 9, Ephesians chapter 5, verses 31 through 33, and I'll save the time to read those. You can read them, that marriage was based on a covenant ordained by God. Marriage isn't a contract. A contract is what both people need to uphold their end of the deal, and, and most people go into marriages that way, like, well, you don't love me the way you used to, and... We don't have sex like we used to, and you're not sweet like you used to be. And, and we had all these expectations because we had a contract mindset. And, you know, the thing is, is a contract, you keep track of, uh, you keep track of and a record of rights and wrongs. Corinthians 13.1 says we don't keep track of right and wrong. Love keeps no record of right and wrong. A, co- a contract does that. A covenant doesn't. A covenant is binding and irrevocable because... It's based on God. See, a covenant, the paperwork for a covenant is is done up in heaven. It's a divinely created relational bond. The administrator and the administration for the paperwork, they're up in the heavenlies. It's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. That covenant was divinely created. Look, I know everyone feels like they've gone through for better or for worse, and that the problem is you go, okay, we went through the worst, And we went through the better, but now we're going through the worse again. And it seems continual. When will it ever stop? It probably won't. Thus, you need a covenant. Because we focus on the immediate. A covenant focus on the eternal. I'll say it again. When we get married, we typically focus on the immediate. But a covenant focuses on the eternal. And there's far greater judgment on someone who breaks a covenant than on someone who simply sins. We'll get into that a little more tomorrow. But remember this, everything in a covenant is built to go against what you expect and ultimately eternally built on what you should be living for and what you should desire. There's going to be a lot to get into this week. I think you're going to like it. I'm going to challenge many of you, so hang in there because... This week's going to be tough to swallow, but many of us need to hear it. Garth Heckman, David Alliance, keep slaying giants.